Coming up on this episode of the podcast, we are going to give our best and worst case scenarios for the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. We're also going to talk a little bit of Patrick Mahomes. Does he have the potential to be the best quarterback ever? Is it too early to even mention that? When you know it's coming and he can still do it, go back and watch the Super Bowl, third and 15. Go back and watch that play. Mahomes is ridiculous. <laughs> he just is. So I think at the end of his career, and this is where I, I know I'm going to get a little heat for this, but I'm going to tell you all the truth. He does not need to match Tom Brady in Super Bowls, just like I believe LeBron doesn't need to match Jordan. If Mahomes gets three championships, three Super Bowls, if he gets about three, let's say, I'm going to give him four. If he gets the four Super Bowls and wins them, and I don't think it'll be close. We're going to see him as the greatest football player of all time. That'll be easy. I, for me, I'm looking at him as the greatest athlete of all time. That's his bar because he's just so talented. I think it's way too early, way too early to even give this dude this type of credit because he's, one, hasn't been extremely durable. Um, he's missed some time early in his career, and I think we're giving him way too much credit way too soon. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Channel Sports Podcast. My name is Oenyi. I'm one of your hosts this evening. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe if you haven't already done so. You can do it on our website. That's www.newchannelsports.net. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. We're on all the major platforms that carry podcasts. So let's pick one. Listen to us. Subscribe. If you want to listen to us on the radio, we're on every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. on Afro Vibes. Listen to us there. What is the deal, though? How are you doing, sir? Man, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. That's it? That's down. cool? Yeah, I'm cool. Chilling. Here with the fellas, you know, talking sports. Did your voices get deeper? Like, what the, what the hell is <laughs> going on? Hey, look, I have different ranges in my voice. <laughs> so, we can, hold on, hold on. Wait. It could even go Can I tell y'all something? So, <laughs> so, my wife listens to the show. Oh, oh snap. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. So, she was like, Chris, you... Your voice got sexy today. I said, "That's not me." Oh, yeah, you know what's crazy though? I always, I've, I've throughout, you know, uh, I think my voice started changing in sixth grade or something like that. Man. Look at this guy. I know, I know, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. And the kid and, and uh, my classmates would always make, they would always mock my voice. I'm just like, why y'all doing that? Like, it, it didn't make sense uh-huh. until probably junior high. And I think I heard myself on some court. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I get it. But I've always heard, hey, you I get it. You sound sexy. That's what yeah, this is. Exactly. Exactly. Sexy as hell. All right. But, you know. <laughs> What's the deal, Chris? What's going down, bro? Uh, What's good? Tell my wife, this is me. <laughs> it is me. Let me tell you something right now, Chris. You and White don't know your voice by now, bro. Because <laughs> my wife knows my voice. When she's like, oh, that's you. You're lame ass. Everybody else. That's how my wife is. Oh. <laughs> Trey Day. What's up, man? What's up, bro? I'm doing good. You doing all right? And I'm ecstatic, bro. Yeah, yeah. You want to give a shout out to any. Brave Nation, oh, we man. back. Yo, are you ready for what's about to happen with all the sports starting back up? For how obnoxious I'm going to be? Oh, God, you're already obnoxious <laughs> normally. So I'm not ready for that at all. Oh, man. Y'all, boy, we kicked this off right, huh? Hey. All right. Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and get into one of our more popular segments on the show. We haven't listened in a while. This is backcourt violation with Chris. I thought it's not low. It's Chris. <laughs> no, it's Chris. <laughs> so I can't share no with y'all, man. New Channel Sports presents Chris's backcourt violation. What's up, y'all? Backcourt violation. We haven't done this in a while. So I think the best thing to do is to let you know how we do it. So we do two things. So first, I'll give you three clues. So wait for the three clues. Don't jump in after clue one. So I'll give you three clues. And then you'll have eight seconds to guess who it is. You have eight seconds because in basketball, you have eight seconds to get by half court unless it's a backcourt violation. And then after that, I will give you the backcourt violation for this show. Y'all ready for this? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So first clue. 
is a long clue. In college at Syracuse, this athlete averaged over 11 points a game as a junior playing basketball. This athlete was also first-team All-American in lacrosse, and this athlete finished fifth place in the national championship in track and field in the decathlon. But with all those sports, this athlete was best known for playing football. So that's clue number one. Want me to tell you the answer? No, don't say it yet, man. Oh, I said, hold on, man. Oh, hold he, on. He not go pull a Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you should have met. You let's not do this. Let's go, let's go, let's go to clue number two. Uh, one of the biggest cross crossover athletes appearing in multiple films. Um, so one, really one of the first, one of the biggest crossover athletes from going from playing his sport and also um, being big in film. And this athlete is also an NFL running back. Trey Day, you say you know who it is. Yes, who sir. is it? Jim Brown. Yes, sir. Jim right. Brown. All right. And hey, man, congratulations to you. <laughs> you going to tell us how you knew that? I knew he went to Syracuse. And, uh, I had no uh, idea he played lacrosse. You know, Trey old as hell. He, he saw Jim Brown play. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you why I chose Jim Brown for backcourt violation. Um, so he was taken as a first-round pick by the Cleveland Browns. He won the NFL MVP in 1958. This was very shortly after he was drafted. He won his the NFL championship. It wasn't called the Super Bowl at that point. In 1964, and he played uh, nine years in the NFL and retired at the age of 29. And he averaged, listen to this, he averaged 104 yards a game. Yeah. He is still the only NFL player who's played the amount of time that he played to average over 100 rushing yards for his entire career. We did not mention him as <laughs> one of the greatest ever on our last podcast. On our last right, podcast. Right. Um, but he's definitely one of those guys. And the reason why I mention him specifically for this is during this climate that we have in America right now, um, during the civil rights movement, he was a big player involved during that. He was he was right there as far as making his voice known as a player playing sports. He was big on that. And he actually established two organizations. One was the Black Economic Union and one was American Social. He was always about having black people understanding money and having black people in socioeconomic circles. So he was always big on that. So shout out to him. So if you didn't know who Jim Brown was, it should not take you eight seconds now to know who he was, if you feel me. Now, y'all ready for the backcourt violation? Yes, sir. Y'all sound excited. Y'all ready excited. for the backcourt violation? I'm excited. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm, I'm going to give this this one to an entire sport. Uh-oh. The MLB. All of y'all get a backcourt violation. I'll tell you why. In our last show, we talked about how the NFL, with their policies, the MLB took months to figure out a policy. And now what has happened? You look at Toronto. Do y'all know what happened in Toronto this week? The Man, Blue Jays said, don't come here. <laughs> you can't play here. Now the MLB is scrambling. What are we doing? Come on now. You saw the NBA. You've seen the English Premier League. You've seen sportsmen, countries all over the world get it right. MLB, come on now. Get it right. Now, the Blue Jays are looking for a home. They're trying to maybe play in Florida, maybe play in Washington. They have no idea what they're doing. And the season starts this week. What are we doing? MLB, get it together. And this is a shout out to the NFL. Y'all better get it together because you need to learn from the NFL. But my backcourt violations is MLB. Get it together, y'all. All right. That was good, man. That's a backcourt violation right there with Chris. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Let's talk about the NFL a little bit. Let's talk about one of the more – I know Trey's ready for this topic right here because we, we had a little discussion on a little phony phone earlier <laughs> about this. But um, Patrick Mahomes, okay, recently he signed the biggest contract in the history of not only the NFL but a history of sports. Signed a contract over, you know, close to a, a half a, a billion dollars. So my question to you guys is, when Patrick Mahomes' career is done, will he go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever? And the way Trey wanted me to state it was, what does he have to do to get in that category to be one of the greatest ever? Now, I know Trey was like, it's too early for this. Why why y'all trying to crown this guy as being the greatest? Well, crown, ever? His ass, crown his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the late great De- Denny Green. Denny Green. Oh man, that was funny. That was funny. But I mean, if anybody should be talked about in that realm, I think it should be Patrick Mahomes. I mean, look at what he's doing. Look how he's only 24 years old. He's played three seasons in the league. He could have very easily have gone to back-to-back Super Bowls if it wasn't for Ford being offsides. You know what I believe about ifs? 
I, I, I do. I do. Don't, oh, let's, okay. let's not even let's no. not even go. Okay. There. Let's not even go. Just make sure. So this man <laughs> has played three seasons, thirty-one games, Super Bowl champ, two Pro Bowls. He's thrown for over nine thousand yards, seventy-six touchdowns, eighteen interceptions. Look at this, seventy-six touchdowns, eighteen interceptions, a one hundred eight point nine passer rating in playoff games. He's played in five playoff games. He only lost one. That's the one to New England I was talking about where Ford was offsides. 13 touchdowns, two interceptions. I mean, the man, you know, I know, I know, Trey, it's, it's early. It's early. But right now, some people are saying right now that he's the best quarterback in the league. And you also, you, there's a stat that you didn't hype up as much. You said how many seasons he played? He just played in three seasons. But three that's seasons. the, that's and the how point. how many games did they play a year? They played 16 games 16, a year. 16, so. Not counting the playoffs. Not counting the playoffs. So if my math adds up, that would be how many games? 48 games? And how many games has he played in? 31 games. Okay, go ahead. I'm just, I'm just, go I'm ahead. just, it's just a topic, right? We're throwing it out there. Even Dan Marino. Dan Marino went to the Super Bowl his first year, right? He did. And they lost. But after that first year, people were probably having the same conversation. Will this man be the greatest quarterback ever? He has never gone to a Super Bowl since then. So, I mean, I understand, Trey. I do. But Patrick Mahomes is a hot topic right now. And for I will be shocked if he's never going to Super Bowl again. This is just me personally. Now, does that depend on Andy Reid? Does Andy Reid really part of that equation to yeah. you guys? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Because right, right. <laughs> I, think, I think that. Andy Reid needs Patrick Mahomes more than Mahomes need Andy Reid. Nah, I think because Patrick think, Mahomes has made Andy uh, Reid's career validated. He has not won a Super well, Bowl, but that's before. That, that's what makes the point. That's right. why Mahomes needs him more because Andy Reid's career is valid. Andy Reid can walk away today and yeah. he's golden. Yeah. Um, but to, let me go to your question because right. I really want to answer this. As far as can he be the greatest of all time, and it, he's clearly the best in the league right now. I don't. Well, there's an argument. You can argue possibly Russell Wilson is just as good, if not better. But I'm focusing on Mahomes. I think there's a very good chance by the time he's done playing, he will be the greatest, not quarterback, not NFL player, the greatest athlete that mm-hmm. has ever played. Hey, you know in who's sport. been saying that? For a long time, even before he won a championship, Max Kellerman has been saying this for the longest. He's thought that years ago, not years ago, he hasn't been in years ago, but last year he was a more, I don't know what, what the word he used for, but he said he was better than LeBron as far as the face of all sports. But I'm just pointing out. I mean, well, it's just, it's, when you watch this man play, it's just, he plays football differently than I've ever seen a human being play football. How do you throw a no-look pass in the NFL? Who does that? You can't even do that on Madden. They had to make a make make a new change to the game because he did something nobody has ever seen. But more than just his ability on the field, he's played in five playoff games. He lost one playoff game, but in every playoff game he's ever played, his team has been leading in the last two minutes because of him. They went down against yeah the Texans or they made mistakes, but they were down twenty four zero and they came back before halftime. Like he's incredible, and then against the I'm Patriots, not, I'm not give all the credit on that. I'm just not going to do it. You don't, you don't have to give him all the credit. But was anybody shocked when he did it? No, no. There's any time he gets on the field when it's the Chiefs' offense on the field, you don't just expect a touchdown. You're looking for a bomb. When you know it's coming and he can still do it, go back and watch the Super Bowl third and fifteen. Go back and watch that play. Mahomes is ridiculous. <laughs> he just is. So I think at the end of his career, and this is where I, I know I'm going to get a little heat for this, but I'm going to tell you all the truth. He does not need to match Tom Brady in Super Bowls, just like I believe LeBron doesn't need to match Jordan. If Mahomes gets three championships, three Super Bowls, if he gets about three, let's say I'm going to give him four. If he gets the four Super Bowls and wins them, and I don't think it'll be close. We're going to see him as the greatest football player of all time. That'll be easy. I, for me, I'm looking at him as the greatest athlete of all time. That's his bar because he's just so talented. Mm. But to your point, if once Andy Reid walks out the door, I reserve the right to change my <laughs> opinion because it is definitely contingent on Andy Reid. Yeah, I think it's way too early, way too early to even give this dude this type of credit because he's, one, hasn't been extremely durable. Um, he's missed some time early in his career, and I think we're giving him way too much credit way too soon. I think he does. Like right now, people don't consider LeBron the GOAT, and the one thing they go to is rings and championships. And LeBron statistically will beat Michael Jordan in probably every statistical category out there, and people still don't consider him the GOAT. 
like, and, and not even just people of Michael Jordan's generation. I'm just talking about even people today. I mean, there's some, you know, kids who never saw Jordan, never heard of him. And I shouldn't say heard of him, but, you know, didn't get a chance to see him play. So they're on LeBron's side, they're a little bit biased. I think Patrick Mahomes got, uh, has a lot to do to be able to and do it consistently. Um, there's never been a game when Tom Brady was losing that I thought, okay, yeah, he's going to lose. Like maybe the Super Bowl because that was out of control. Like, like that was <laughs> it was supposed that, to be out. That of was control. supposed to be out of control. But that was like, okay, yeah, that's just not gonna go well. And then he came back and proved somebody wrong. Yeah. If there's time left on the clock, I don't care if it's even one. If it's one play left and they're down by ten, I'm figuring out some way they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna make it. They're gonna make it happen. Yeah. I just have that much faith in Tom Brady. Mahomes could get me there. He's just not. I'm not even sniffing that category with him yet. Not even thinking. So before before you move on, I want to ask you this. So. What would it take as far as championships? Forget the numbers. How many rings would he have to win for you to say, okay, yeah, he's the greatest? To start talking? I mean, I think. Yeah, to, to start talk, start the conversation. To start the conversation, I'm thinking probably this, probably not losing four, maybe five. I mean, I think you got to get close to him because Tom Brady. You know, to start the conversation, I didn't say to finish it. <laughs> if I mean, he gets five Super Bowls, it's over. I'm saying, what, what would it be for you to say, okay, it's now legit argument? I think he would have to be, I think the Chiefs would have to win. They're, they would have to represent. He'd have to do what Tom Brady did to me to continue, like what LeBron did in the Eastern Conference, like continuously represent the, your team in the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl. Like you've got to get there over and over, and it's just got to become like who's going to stop him? What Who, team in the AFC right now has the best chance of stopping him right now the, from doing it? The crazy part is, I, I mean, the, say what you want to say, but I think that the New England Patriots going to have something to say about that. I, honestly, on a consistent basis, I'm just—I'm not talking about. Cons- I'm just talking about right now. If just similar to what you said, if Bill Belichick is coaching, they've got—they're going to have a chance. But this is the thing for Mahomes that enough people won't talk about. The reason I don't think he'll get to six Super Bowls, I just don't. I don't know if that'll ever be touched again. And there's a couple reasons why. Number one, when you look at the Patriots. The AFC East is a joke. It really is the least. The NFC West is not. Thank you. That's the Chargers point. are tip. They they're a well run organization. The Raiders fault them as much as you want. Eventually, they get it right. I mean, the, he's he's in a division where eventually there's going to be some teams in some years where they're not going to have home field advantage. Every year, the Patriots could book themselves in the playoffs because the AFC least was horrible, and that's why when he gets to Super Bowls, I don't think he's going to get to but six. The, the division is not that good though right now. I'm not going to just going to sit here and say that eventually it'll get good. I have to see it happen. They're not good right now. And all the core that we're talking about in that division, they haven't proven anything to me in yet. In what division? Uh, the division West, AFC West. AFC West, yeah. that's going to be it's all to me it's probably the toughest division. It's a football. tough division, that's my point. Yeah. So it's that's why I want to get to, I, I'm not going to judge him on Super Bowls as with Tom Brady because Tom Brady's great. Love him. He's a great player, but he did benefit from playing in the AFC East. No, and when I, I say, I, tu- I I'm sorry, and I, when I say toughest division, I mean the most competitive division because mm-hmm. the toughest division could be the NFC West, but either one of those two. I mean, the but most, saying the AFC West is it's competitive is not competitive. crazy, right? No, 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 not at all. No, I agree. No, I'm. I, both of y'all make very compelling points, but I agree with you, Trey. I think it's. I think it's early now. Pat Mahomes is a fantastic player. You look, y'all see the uh, video he put out on Instagram, the backwards pass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sick. That is sick. This guy's talented, but the guy's only played. We're talking about a player that's only played two years. And three, yeah, two. Three, well, he's played two full seasons. Two full seasons, yeah. yeah. Okay. And they've been fantastic. Well, not really full seasons, but. Right. Right. But, they, but, they've, been two, but they've been two fantastic seasons. All right. But I need to see. And he doesn't necessarily have. I don't think anybody else is going to match. I mean, that's nine Super Bowls that Tom Brady appeared yeah, and then won what? six. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's crazy. All right. <laughs> And that was a perfect marriage with Tom Brady, uh, uh, Belichick, and then that division, trash division over the last 20 years. Yeah. Okay. But, he, and, and just like you said, Chris, he's got a more competitive division now. But I, I need to see at least, you know, five years of sustained play. And then let's see a couple of Super Bowls. Not necessarily he doesn't have to win it, but let's see a couple more Super Bowls. But I need more sustainability, um, over, over a period of time. Um, in order for him to be considered the greatest quarterback or the greatest player, um, you know, win three Super Bowls and, and go to four or five. You see, I think that's that's yeah. fair. Yeah, because of because how no talented. One, yeah, he is. no one's gonna win. I don't think anybody else is gonna win six Super Bowls. Yeah. That's so and, difficult, and definitely not get to nine because that's Absolutely. just what. Yeah, like that in football. Yeah, like no, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Like that's just that just doesn't happen. But not everybody has Miami, the Jets, Thank and you. Uh, as, as so you can, organization. I, most people can't name all the teams in AFC East. Right. Seriously. 
Most people can't like we can, but most people are like, okay. Yeah, but, but <laughs> it's that hard. But the teams that beat the Patriots the most during the regular season were my were those teams. I mean, because they eventually, when you get beat enough, you figure it out a little <laughs> yeah. bit. You might figure it out one time. And Miami had that wild a miracle. Oh, yeah. It's like a miracle for them to beat them. So I, I'm sorry. When it comes to Patrick Mahomes, and you know what's so funny? I don't know if y'all have seen this. So Yahoo has done this thing recently where they they had um, a, basically a bracket of the best 16 athletes ever. And they pulled some from every sport and they whittled the list down. Right now, it's basically, um, it's against the number one seed, Wayne Gretzky versus the number two seed, Michael Jordan. They're saying who's the greatest athlete of all time. And when we look at Mahomes, where I think he can end up because of the way he plays, you see kids now. And Trey, I know you know this because you're involved with youth sports. Kids over here trying to throw no look passes. And it's just, it's basically he's turned it to where if you watch soccer, you know about Brazil. When Brazil was really big in the 90s, in the early 2000s, it wasn't just about winning. No, no, no. They had to beat you with flair. So if they won 1-0, it's like, well, y'all won, but y'all didn't, y'all didn't beat them. Like, Mahomes doesn't just beat you. He makes you look stupid. Like, the Texas defense in the playoffs, yeah, you can talk about them all you want. They look like they, it looked like they put me out there. I was wearing a helmet because they had no idea what but to do. What we've seen and what we've seen with players like this over the years is, the defenses all have always caught up to these people. Mm. I'm talking about 100% of the time. Yeah, when you get, when, when Colin Kaepernick came into the league, they were like, what? Why hasn't this guy been starting? Yeah. This dude is rushing <laughs> for, you know, I mean, combined 500 yards a game. Like, this is unbelievable. Even made yeah. it to the Super Bowl. Should have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right? Should have won the Super Bowl. And then what? Like, he was a 50% completion. <laughs> couldn't run. The read zone read didn't work. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. NFL regular season MVP. You get him into the playoffs, bruh, we're not doing that. Yeah. Like now, Mahomes has proven different over this time. But the more and more these, I mean, remember when RG3 came into the league? When yes. his first year yes, into the league? I remember people that. were like, oh, oh my God. God. And, and, and that, those are all valid points, but none of those guys went to the Super Bowl. But I'm saying people figure that out. Right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You're absolutely, I'm just saying like people figure that out. And, and that, what was going on in New England this year? I don't think we we didn't get the full New England effect. Like yeah. even offensively, they weren't right. Do you remember when Chip Kelly came to the Eagles initially? Mm-hmm. I was one of those people as a Cowboys fan that said, "This is the best offensive <laughs> stuff I've ever seen in my I, life." I just I've I, never no, I said, I said, seen that. No, I said this year. Give them one year. <laughs> yeah. Next year, that offense ain't going. When be I enough. saw that, I was like. I have never in my life seen anything like that. And I saw Marcus Mariota play his freshman year at Oregon. So I, I was already on that. But but just like everything else, Chip Kelly's not even in the league anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But people figure that out. And I think that Andy Reid has been part of this with Big Nab and everyone yep. else. Yep. I think if defenses – I mean, if he could – I don't – For this isn't sustainable. What he's doing right now isn't sustainable. You, I hope I'm wrong. See, that's the thing. I hope I'm that, wrong. That's why I feel the way I feel. It's because you're right. If this is sustainable, he is everything I'm saying he is. Right. And the reason why I think it is is for a couple of reasons. One, because of Andy Reid. I'm not playing. I honestly believe if Andy Reid gave me a month and a half, I'd be a, <laughs> an average NFL quarterback because he's that good. No, he's so uh, when you match that talent with Patrick Mahomes, it's incredible. Now, you mentioned those players, and I know you're saying to a degree the NFL will catch up. But the difference with Mahomes is this. All of those players you mentioned had a pony to them. You know, RG3, he was running, but he wasn't the greatest thrower. Lamar Jackson is running, but he's not the greatest thrower. But he's just the most dynamic runner we've ever seen. With Patrick Mahomes... On third and 15, he can run on you, he can throw on you, he can wait in the pocket for 10 seconds, then run on you, or throw on you. And then maybe on fourth down, they may go for it. And guess what? They'll get it. He's so different. Even if the NFL does catch up, which they will, they have to. Because if they don't, he's going to really make us look stupid. Right. But it's also contingent on them keeping the weapons that he has right now. You're taking somebody out of the box and somebody, another defender away because you have arguably the fastest man mm-hmm. on in pads. Yeah. Where, where a lot of quarterbacks don't have that option. Yeah. Drew Brees doesn't have that. Yeah. Michael Thomas, as good as he is, he's not going to beat you on a nine route. It's yeah. just not going to happen. He's just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, if, they, if teams figure this out and they decide to – Single coverage, Kelsey, and not make Mahomes beat him with his. I think he's going to play. It, things are going to be different for him, even starting this year. Yeah, and he's not going to have the time right. to, to practice and prepare. And it's just, I just. But that, that's going to be where we're going to find out yeah. if Patrick Mahomes is really that special player. Exactly. When you say catch up with, though, I don't know. Has has a league caught up to Tom Brady? 
No. Well, yeah. might have a, well, he might have well, a bad well, game here or there, but they yeah. haven't caught up to him. But I, Tom Brady adjusts to whatever the defense throws at him. See, that's the same it. thing with Peyton Manning. Yeah. The league didn't catch up with him. He might have a bad game where they're like, okay, we, we got you there, but the next game, he's back to being Tom Drew Brees in the same category. So yeah. when Patrick Mahomes, when they actually figure him out, can he go to that next level and be yeah. like, okay, you figured me out, but now I have this in yeah. my tool bag? You, yeah. you know, and Peyton Manning, people figured out Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, Peyton, Ma- Peyton Manning was a he Phil Mickelson of football. He's got old. He's right. got old. That's it. <laughs> no, but it's a Phil Mickelson of football. I, I, I love your point, O, for this reason. Right now, I really don't know if Patrick Mahomes can read a defense. Because he's so talented, he can throw through and, your defense. like you said, he has Andy Reid. Andy, yeah, yeah. The way Andy Randy Reid says this everything is, just like you said, you give me a week back there, <laughs> I can read the defense as well. And with all the talent that Patrick Mahomes has on top of that, we yeah. just don't we I just mean, don't know. we just don't know that, for sure. That's yet. the thing. So it'll get to the point where Trey's right. The NFL's going to have right. schemes. As far as when, it's, when we say catch right. up, we're really talking about they're going to have schemes for him. Right. Can he read a defense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you. That's what that's what it came, comes down to uh, with Watson. But I think we've already yeah. seen that yeah. with Patrick Mahomes. I honestly think there are some games games where he was behind. And they were able to stop whatever he was doing. And in halftime, he just put it on. Yeah, but, 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 but it's, I'll be honest with you. It's right. talent. It's coaching. It's design play. Like that, like that long bomb at the exactly. Super Bowl. That was a special It's just design. talent. And guess what they did? They put that play on Matt. Yeah. That's why yeah. he, he has all the pieces. You, you talk about um, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick as being a special combination. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes could be that same thing. Because with Andy Reid's offensive mind and the way Patrick Mahomes go out there and, and execute – they definitely have what it takes to be mentioned with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. We just have to, to see if that happens. Of course, he's going to go through some some lumps here and there, but can he get over those lumps? That's going to be the key. If they figure him out, that's it. He's done. Yeah, I fully expect them to figure him out, but I fully expect Patrick Mahomes to get over that. Because you, I mean, you're talking about somebody who wasn't even initially going to be the star at Texas Tech. Right. You know what I mean? Like, So this isn't who, like he just... Who, who was the coach there, bro? Cliff Kingsbury. And where is he? <laughs> he's in the NFL? He's yes. in the NFL. How? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I, and I get it. The dude, I mean, when they were talking about his arm strength, he was like, oh, I want to have a throw off against Josh Allen, and you know, I'm going to throw it out there 80 to 85 yards. That's pretty far. You know, that's, I mean, pr- pretty far. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's people with less talent who never played in the NFL who could throw the ball. Not 85 yards, but... Mm-hmm. 75, 77. And they're garbage. Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> but that dude is at home right now thinking, oh God, what guy. did I do to, like, why? <laughs> Every time I think about Jamarcus Russell, he did on his about, knee, though, one knee. Every time I think about him, bro. <laughs> when they, they said I they sent 50 the, on a knee. They said they sent him a tape, right, to study. The tape was blank. So when he came back, they're like, did you say it? Oh, yeah. I looked at it. I saw everything oh, there. Wow. Is that real? No, it's that, real. No, it's that, real. That's the story out that's, there. That's real. That's a story out there. Wow. Because they knew when they drafted him, I think after like a week or two, they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be a bust. And that's, that's just, every time I think about it, that's what I think about. So anyway, but he had, a, he had an arm too. Like, just well, like we said. Let's just see what, let, let's, let's see what happened. I think it's too early to have that conversation, but I think what, if he can come through and he reminds me of Brett Favre threw a lot of no-look passes that turned mm. into interceptions. Tony Romo threw a lot. I mean, if you could combine someone like, Brett Favre and a Tony Romo, if they had a baby, yeah. like it would be like Pat Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick yeah. <laughs> like it would be, I mean, like, because, I mean, he's a gunslinger. He does some very unorthodox type stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of those plays that they made, like Tyreek Hill, some of his greatest highlights are 50 50 balls. Like, that's just the way that it is. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to throw the ball as far as I can, and hopefully Tyreek Hill will run under it. And at 5'10, he's able to do some crazy type stuff. So when you mention Brett Favre, I will tell you all this though. It would be a tragedy if Patrick Mahomes' career has the same career arc like a Aaron Rodgers. Because yeah. remember, there are certain people in this podcast, don't mm-hmm. want to mention anybody, oh, any, who said that uh, Aaron Rodgers would be the greatest quarterback since this is the greatest thing ever. Just talking about If you had Andy Reid or Bill Belichick, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go there now. I don't know why you do that. I, I will kick you off this podcast right now. <laughs> go ahead, Trey, man. Yeah, no, that's, you're right. But I mean, if you could imagine, that's what I. That's what it reminds me of. Because Tony Romo did some stupid things, like Pat Mahomes is doing. Like you're like, what? Oh, oh wow, he just yeah. did that, yeah. and he has the ability. It's electrifying. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I just think that. I mean, he's a yard away from it being a, an interception. Or but it hasn't it, happened. Yet. It hasn't, and yeah. and I I hope I'm wrong because I like yeah. I, li- I think he says the right stuff. I think he's a good face for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love seeing young. 
black quarterbacks excel in the NBA. Be totally honest with you, growing yeah. up, wanting to be that growing up, yeah. I was just like, I didn't really have anybody to look up to when it came up to, to stuff like that. So I'm glad to, for him. Um, so I hope I hope I'm wrong, yeah. but I just don't think that he. I don't I don't know that for me longevity is a big thing. Right, right. So. Right. Yeah. The whole thing with like Jim Brown and Barry Sanders and Gil Sa- oh Gil Sanders that's not right that's probably not a good analogy but uh, <laughs> players whose careers who chose to end their careers early for yeah. me it's just like Bo Jackson I know his wasn't a choice either like if, if Pat Mahomes can do this if he plays out that contract and wins a few Super Bowls and represents in the AFC Championship or goes to the Super Bowl I mean I think the numbers don't lie right. I mean the numbers don't lie. And that's what I want to wait. And it's crazy. I was going to say, um, well, you know, I need to see some adversity and how he overcomes that. But last year was an example of how he was able to overcome a lot of adversity, right? He had the injuries. You were behind in two playoff games and came back and won. Every playoff game game came back and won. So it was just like amazing stuff in such a short amount of time. Just like you said, a great comparison with Aaron Rodgers. Let's see what happens in the next, you know, three, mm-hmm. four, five years. The Texans, the Texans let one get away. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I was trying to was say. Was that almost like the Buffalo game? Was that Which one was worse? I'm going to throw this bottle of water at you, bro. I'm going to give you all the podcast listeners some insight. So we have a we have a, a text thread that we're on. And when the Texans were up 24-0, I was so close to texting Trey. Be like, Super Bowl, baby. No, don't do I was close. Oh, no, I, oh, obviously, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But this is the we, thing. We know let better, me, But let me tell you the thing that almost made me cry. Trey texts after the game. He said, man, y'all are about two quarters away from going to Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, man. They w- we would have went all the way. We would have went all the way. I mean, I think they scored, well, they anyway, scored a touchdown. We still got Bill O'Brien. Was it two touchdowns before halftime or was it one touchdown? They scored all the touchdowns. <laughs> they, had, they, had, they, had a lead, they had the lead before halftime. I'm talking about, about KC, K- correct? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember watching that game, and I said, if they score right here, and I want to say – I said, if they score right here, I want to say it was probably the th- uh, second quarter right before halftime or the second drive before their last drive before they went to halftime. KC or the Texans? I'm talking about KC. Mm-hmm. I said, if they score right here, this game is over. And they scored. Mm. Yeah. We knew it was over. Did you see that over. Geico commercial with the guy, the fishing, the fishing reel? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so so, so during that game, I was watching that with my wife. Mm. And we were up 24-0. I was going buck. She took a nap. And this, she took a nap. She woke up at halftime and she saw the score. She said, "What happened?" And I just, I said, "Don't talk to me." <laughs> that game, man. I mean, but the funny thing about that game is that it wasn't really like after it was over. I wasn't really pissed off or anything. It was, nothing, it was, you it was got like, destroyed. Oh, okay, it's, it's whatever. Because okay. yeah. in reality, the Texans got blown out. Let's just put it that way. Because there was a couple of fluky things that happened to get them that lead in Absolutely. the first place. Absolutely. But this is what I was talking about with Patrick Mahomes. He's found himself in situations where. No regular quarterback is going to be able to come back from those situations. And he's done it multiple times yeah. over and over again. Yeah. But his play style, as you alluded to earlier, um, Trey, it kind of reminds me of Steph Curry. Steph Curry does things on the court that mm. you're not supposed to do. Yeah, that's a good one. But he gets away with it. You ever see the one where he's dribbling behind the back and they're all trying to reach forward and he just throws it up? And then you see Kerr. He's like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. You know, that's the same effect that they have with Patrick Mahomes. He's like, what are you doing? Oh, yes, yes. He just he just has that natural ability. And you got to put into put it also this. He has great football IQ as well. For him to be able to do those things and know it's like a point guard. Out there, just throwing the ball around and just being flashy with it. That's that's what he's doing out there. I mean, but I mean, the thing is, y'all get y'all's lick back. Y'all got D Hop. Y'all got Carlos Hyde. Y'all got Duke Johnson. Y'all get y'all same talented teams coming you, back. The same talented teams coming. And y'all get them week one. You know what I mean? <laughs> y'all get them week one with fully loaded, bro. Like, like I'm, just, you know, some bro. I don't. All right, I don't curse, bro. I straight up don't curse. Don't, don't do I it. have no oh, allergic curse. Don't do it now. Don't do it now, bro. You throw a salt on that wound, like. <laughs> oh my god! I hate your gut. I hate your gut so much right now. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> I'm gonna kick you off. I'm kicking you off the podcast too, man. I'm gonna start going solo. That's all I'm gonna start doing. Oh man. All right, man. Let's continue on. Let's stay in the NFL. This is something that I want to do until the NFL season starts. We're going to evaluate some teams, right, from each division, two from each division. Um, today, we're going to evaluate the 49ers, San Francisco, and the Arizona Cardinals. 
I want you guys to give me, you know, best case, worst case scenarios as far as their records are concerned, how they might finish out the season. I'll go ahead and start off with the San Francisco 49ers. Last year, they had a great, great season. Uh, they were basically running an offense that you might see in college where you just run down your opponent's throat every single play. I mean, they were just they were running up and down the field like it was nobody's business. I mean, Cal, Sh- Cal Shanahan's offense was working with perfection. They didn't even really just need Jimmy back there to do anything. And I'm not talking about the Jimmy that y'all might think that Trey be talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. So they finished the season off at 13-3. and three. Now, the season before that, in 2018, they were 4-12. and 12. So they went from 4-12 and 12 to 13-3 and three the next year. Jimmy Garoppolo, he was hurt. 2018, um, I forgot what he did, but he was supposed to slide. And he didn't slide, and he got hit, yeah. and so he got hurt. And that was pretty much the, the end of their season there. But he really wasn't – I don't think he was a big part of their success last year either, at, at least going in, into the playoffs. So for me, seeing San Francisco and that defense and that running game, best case scenario for them this year because we just talked about teams catching up yeah. to teams. I think the best case scenario for them might be about 11-5, and five, honestly. Because I think teams are going to catch up to them and they're not going to be as dominant as they were last year in the running game. Worst case scenario, I don't think it falls down that much either, though. I think maybe, you know, nine and seven might be their worst case scenario as far as their records are concerned, based on their schedule as well. I went through their schedule to see, you know, which games might they win here and there and everything. So you see, when I look at the 49ers, it's a couple of things working against them. Number one, Super Bowl hangover. Most teams don't do good after That's Super true. Bowl That's hangover. True. That's true. And too. then number two, we we all we had a ranking. Some podcasts go with the quarterbacks. And I think I had Jimmy Garoppolo the highest on the list. And I stood in, I have him very high. And the question is, is this a situation where you have uh, Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo being similar to Sean McVay and uh, the quarterback, what's his name? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. And I think it's probably closer to that <laughs> than I really want it to be. I think worst case scenario, they miss the playoffs and they win. I, I look at their schedule. I don't think they lose more than nine games. So I think the worst case scenario would be seven and nine, but we've seen Super Bowl hangovers be worse. Yeah. That's we, true. We've seen that. Um, and, and I'm really with you when it comes to wins. I don't see them winning more than 11 games. I will say this though. When you go through their schedule, let's say they were able to win. I say complete best case scenario when I went through the schedules 13 games, because I don't think their schedule is all that hard. It's within the division. And I, I respect Kyle Shanahan enough to know that when it comes to close division games, he's at the very least going to split his division. So I think worst case scenario is a 7-9. Best case scenario is about 11-13 win team. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm more leaning towards the worst case because of this. If For nothing else, the Super Bowl hangover. Gotcha. I think the 49ers, is they're going to be very interesting. And mark the tape because I think we're going to see. Uh-oh. Fool. We've got a mark the tape moment. <laughs> we're going to see fool's gold at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I think the 49ers could easily come out, even if Raheem Mostart doesn't get his trade request like he wants to, because he's, <laughs> he's a little beef there. So he's only getting like two point two and a half million a year, and Tevin um, Coleman is going to get like you know four and a half million. So he's not happy about that. Yeah. But they will probably they could easily start off six and zero. Right. I, I said the schedule. They could the easily start easy. off six yeah. and zero. But then from there you got the Patriots, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Rams at home. Uh, I mean in. Well, yeah, in the in LA, and then you got the Bills, um, who I think is going to be better than what a lot of people think. So they can literally go from six and zero to six and six. You know, I mean, they. I, I mean, I don't think they'll lose six games in a row, but I mean, maybe I don't know, seven and five. You know, I think it'll be really quick. I think early on you're going to think they're really good because we've, they don't play anybody. We've seen six and zero fools go before absolutely, several times. So absolutely, yeah, I'm with you but with you're talking about the Cardinals, Jets, Giants, Eagles, Dolphins, Rams. They could win all of those games, yeah. like all those games to start. And then the last four games of the season, I think, is what's going to determine the difference. They got the Redskins, Cowboys, Cardinals in Arizona, and then they got the Seahawks again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what you're. I think maybe, maybe eleven and five. Uh, but I think they could easily, easily go eight and eight, and even miss the playoffs, which yeah, a lot of NFL category. teams do. And I think it's gonna be a little bit different this year uh, because of there's no real home field advantage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if a team starts to slide, they, they could lose like six games in a row. So I'm I'm so glad that you mentioned that. And low before low goes really quick. In home field advantage, what does home field advantage help with? 
in the NFL? Crowd what would you say? Crowd noise, but who does so, so who it benefits the defense. It benefits the defense, right? So if there's no crowd noise, that's an excellent point. Who now has the advantage? The offense. The offense. Right. So now when you got those better offensive teams going point. against a defense who doesn't have the crowd back and you know, you're not making them waste longer in the play clock, you know, on the goal line where everybody's I mean, yelling and screaming, then what? Like so now I think the defenses have to step up now because the offenses have they have all the advantage. It's an offensive game. And it's it's really gonna be that with the penalties and everything else this year. Those are good points. Now I gotta tear all this thing up, man. Cause, <laughs> no, because I, I, I really I, didn't I, I, I didn't put that I, I, into yeah, perspective. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. Um so best case scenario, I had them going thirteen and three, just like uh just like you had uh oh um eleven and five. I had them five. I had them at thirteen. 13 best case. So yeah. best case scenario I have them going thirteen and three. Uh worst case I've got to go uh, ten and six, and that's just splitting the division um and then losing to New Orleans, possibly Dallas and Green Bay. Um, but you know, they've lost a couple of key players, but that defense is stacked. I want to look at their roster, that defensive line, that front seven mm. is stacked. It's yeah. monstrous. It's crazy. I thought they'd be hurting by losing to Forrest Buckner and Shel- uh, Sheldon Day, but you know, you've got a first round draft pick, you know, who's Javon Kinlaw, who's yeah. a beast. They basically have a first round draft pick at every at position. At every position. <laughs> it, it is, it's, it's crazy. And one of the reasons why I've got them best case scenario and worst case scenario, at least making the playoffs, that defense is going to be a big deal, right? Now, you've got a great coach, a pretty good coach in Kyle Shanahan. Now, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball like they did last year. I think teams are going to catch up on them. Um, but the guys is, is an offensive, uh, offensive genius. Um, so I think they'll be able to work up some, some things, you know, to get, uh, get the ball going through the air. Um, but, you know, they do have a stacked division. Um, but I think, I think they make a great case of at least making the playoffs. Mm. All right. So another team in the same division. The Arizona Cardinals, they have a young quarterback in uh, Kyle Murray. Uh, they have some new pieces there as well. D-Hop is a Cardinal now. Um, last year, mm, they finished all right. Um, they weren't over uh, 500. The best case scenario I see for the Cardinals, just because they still have this young quarterback, and I don't know if he's proven enough to me, I can see them going maybe 9-7. and seven. That's their their best case scenario. Uh, worst case scenario, probably about six and ten. You know, if everything doesn't fall into place, um, but I still think they have a long ways to go to be a legitimate playoff team. Um, so, but that's going to all be on Cal Murray. Can he progress? Can he be as good as maybe some people think? When I look at him play, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Doug Flutie. I don't know if you guys know Doug Flutie back in the day. That's I know Trey knows who Doug Flutie is. That's an insult. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it was a damn good quarterback, man. Hopefully he was pedestrian. <laughs> no, I, I'm not talking about as far as skill level. Of course, Kyle Murray has way more skill than he does. But I'm talking about as far as stature and the way they roll out of the pocket and make plays. And they're both Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. Come right, right. But I just think they have a, a, a lot in common. But I do think Kyle Murray, as far as his ceiling, his ceiling and his potential, is a lot more than Doug Fooley. But that team, wherever they go from now, obviously, with any team, when they – young quarterback, it's going to depend on what Cal Murray can do. They're in luck that they play the AFC East, um, but they're not in luck because the Bills are actually good this time when they play them. I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I was having a really hard time saying best case because I think there's only one case. <laughs> I don't think they're going to win more than seven games this year because when you look at their schedule and mm. they have too many games where three out of four games, I just see them losing. I mean, I just, I just don't see them winning that many games. They do have D Hop, and you would think that would help in most scenarios because he's such a great receiver. But I think this is going to lead Kyler Murray to throw the ball down the field more than he needs to because I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a good coach. Straight up, I just, I don't know why he's in the NFL. I'm be real with y'all. So when you already have a coach who I don't think should be in the NFL, and then you have a quarterback who I do think is a good young talent, but when you look around. They've have they given him some weapons. That was a good trade, I'll be honest. But I just don't think the team is ready to take that next step. And I say the next step being eight and eight, nine and seven, really pushing towards the playoffs. I think they're gonna be about five, six win team. Best case scenario, eight wins. Best case. And I mean everything is working for them to go eight and eight because that division is ridiculous. I do I will give them this. The Cardinals historically have played well in their division, at least challenging the good teams, even when they weren't good. And I think they're better. So they may shock the Seahawks, but I don't think that will matter because when they play outside the division, they're not good enough. Mm. 
I think we'll know early. This is going to be the opposite of the 49ers. We're going to know early if this team is good or not. Week six, they play Dallas in Dallas. I want to say that's got to be a Monday night game. Monday night or a Sunday night game. But, yeah, it's a, it's a Monday night game. And then they've got a game shortly after that. Like, there's not a full week off, you know, for the, for for them to play the the following game. Mm. Um, I think us that little turnaround between the Cowboys and Seahawks for them is going to, it's going to be – Tough. I agree with you. I think it's going to be best case scenario. They end up nine and seven. Otherwise, I think they really go six and ten, and they just they mail it in. But I think with I mean, I mean Larry Fitzgerald and um, Hopkins and um, Kirk. I mean, they've they've literally become. Yeah. Well, I mean, people sleep on the weapons that he has behind him, and he did that with. I mean, he did. They did well last year and competed in a lot of football games. With a lot less talent than what they're going to have, and and before it gets low, I have to say this: I watched a lot of Cardinals games last year. A lot of the, we talk about fools gold because for most of their season, in the first half of their games, they did nothing. Yeah. They could not move the ball. In the second half, when they were losing, all of a sudden he started having Dak Prescott numbers, the numbers you get when you know when you're playing a bad team. I'm just being serious. We're being real here, and the problem with Kyler Murray is a lot of his numbers is fool, fools gold. When you watch that team. Watch the first half of any Cardinals game last season, and they could not move the ball. That's with a rookie head coach, and uh, he's not just a rookie; he's a bad head coach. That's all what it is. If you can't, if you can't get Patrick Mahomes and, and and at least get to a good bowl game, it's on you, player. It's on you. I don't see them going anywhere. That's pretty bad. And I, I did watch a couple of first half games. I watched the uh, what game? I, watched? I think it was the Detroit game, first game of the season. It was terrible, terrible game. game, terrible game. I've got them best case scenario eight and eight. And that's if they have a hot start and surprise us with some wins against uh, against Seattle and then possibly split with San Fran. Because if you look at how they played San Fran last year, they played them pretty close, uh, the two games that they played last year. Uh, worst con- uh, case scenario, uh, 6-10. I'm second-guessing that. But I think just because you have D-Hop, right, you have a potentially explosive offense right there. So I think mm-hmm. it'll surprise some people and, and at least win six games. They went 5-9-1 and one last year. Yeah. I think they're good for one more game this year. Damn, um, y'all are brutal. I, I don't see it, man. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be real, and I think a part of it for me is, and this is where you may disagree. I think the NFC West is the class of the NFL. I just think it is. So when you're already in the class in, in an elite division, and they're not a bad team, I'm not trying to act like they're a bad team, but they're just they just happen to play in the best division in football, which makes it all the more harder to win. Arizona has this thing with with, and you brought up the Cowboys. They play the Cowboys, and they they the Cowboys have there, there's two teams the Cowboys play. And they, these two teams usually give the Cowboys a hard time. And it's the Arizona Cardinals and the Detroit Lions. All right. Um, so that may be one of those sneaky wins. But I think they're good for at least one or two of those sneaky wins where you're just like, dang, where, 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 did, come that, from? where did that come from? Yeah. So I think they're good for that this year. All right. So none of us really think that Carl's not going to playoffs next year, basically. Not going to I don't not see it. Mm-hmm. They I get to nine and seven, they can make the playoffs. They, they get the might. Nice, that's gonna be the match. Everybody's gonna beat everybody. Everybody's gonna beat everybody. I'm telling you, like it's going nine and seven will make the playoffs again. Um, there may be an eight and eighteen that squeezes there, but mm. I, I, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be really, the thing. Everything changes. Everything changes without those without fans the in there. Fans, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Davis came out and said that no fans better than any other fan. So if all fans can't come, no fans are coming to a brand new stadium in Las Vegas. Yeah. Nobody's coming. Right. That hurts your team. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do to replicate that. No. I mean, even no. if you pump in sound in no. the stadium. There's, there's nothing no, you can nothing do. That's can true. Do nothing you can do at all. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, when you think about it, what, what makes Seattle Seattle? What makes Minnesota? Absolutely. That's, 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 that's the thing, though, because now going to Seattle's like going home. Absolutely. And, and, some, and some people, I mean, unless it rains, you know what I mean? But, I mean, like some people are saying, like, we're only going to do 20% or 20 And some other NFL teams like, I ain't saying nothing. Like, we're just going to wait. And there's some people who are just like, oh, 25% or only yeah. 20% of the stadium. For what? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're going to spend the top row, like, just trying to, and like. Even if you do that, let's say one state allows it, but one state doesn't. I can just see the NFL saying, well, if one state can't have it, then nobody, nobody has it. Has it. Yeah. I think it's New York that's. Yeah, New York right now. They're not no, doing they're that. Not playing, oh, no so fans. They already said, they said there'd be no fans. Okay, then it's no fans. No fans. How can you have fans in Houston but not for the Giants? It's not fair. Truly home field advantage. So, and with the. The quarterback is electric as Kyler Murray has become because he's beating you with his feet, too. I mean, you're talking about – I'm not comparing him to Pat Mahomes. I'm just saying that he has the ability to throw the ball 
70 yards down the field mm-hmm. and make plays with his feet. That mm-hmm. little dude, I mean, <laughs> you can't see him. Yeah. Like, like, you literally you, you, can't see you him. Can, you can't. And somebody had a great, it's not a great analogy. This is pretty bad, but I, I think it was Shannon Sharp. Called him a jackrabbit. <laughs> and I was just like, really? Yeah. And it's all, I was watching uh, that Detroit game. I was like, God dang, dude. Yeah, I mean, his little feet. <laughs> yeah, he's a little hopping move. And all you see is little feet just like, just, I mean, you can't see him, man. And I mean, and he's a winner. Yeah. I mean, he, he proved that at Oklahoma. He yeah. proved it. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I, I just think if they're one of the surprise, and maybe I, I just, again, I love young black quarterbacks. I absolutely, I'm biased. I'm I'm very very biased to young black court, just because it's it's an anomaly like yeah. it's just not something you normally see and they've got such we've got such a bad rap for so many years yes. to see them do well it's is huge. it's it's I, awesome to I, me I'll and be, not that I don't like young white quarterbacks I yeah. do but right, right now I just I love seeing these young because kids. we didn't see it like this before. never saw it I'll be honest with y'all part of it I'm a little biased when it comes to the Cardinals particularly Cliff Kingsbury because if if D Hop goes there. If. He's in sync. Well, I'm saying, I'm, oh. let me finish. Like, if he goes there and he's really in sync and they're winning all these oh, yeah. games, I'm going to be hurt. <laughs> so I hope y'all go see. <laughs> I hope y'all win five games. You you showed a true hater that you <laughs> At least you right admit it. At, at least you can admit it. it. At least you can admit it. Uh, but as far as with the, the fans being present at all the games, I do think it hurts teams like uh, Seattle, Kansas City, New Orleans. They have very, very strong home field advantage. It hurts Dallas, too. It hurts Dallas, too. But I think there's certain teams that might gain an advantage out of this. We're talking about New England Patriots. I think they could care less either way. Yeah. I think how they're going to have it. What about Lambo? What about Green Bay? Like that, how, I mean, how about the Chargers? They oh, haven't had a home team. Oh, this is, this is normal. Houston, y'all listen to this. Our home crowd is boo-boo. They do not. It will not affect the Texans. <laughs> Just being real. Yeah. All right. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I do appreciate it. If you want to catch us on the radio as well, we're on every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. on Afro Vibes. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can go to the website. That's www.newchannelsports.net. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. We're on every single major platform that podcasts are available. Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.